Hey friends, it's Sherry. Before we jump into today's episode, I wanted to let you know about an upcoming virtual summit I'm a guest speaker at and you can attend for free. So whether you're an entrepreneur seeking to boost cash flow and leads or a career professional ready to take the leap into entrepreneurship, this event is designed with your specific needs in mind. It's an opportunity you don't want to be missed. And I'm not exaggerating when I say it will be an epic experience. So join me and 15 plus other top female entrepreneur experts for the rise of the entrepreneur navigating the entrepreneurial landscape for female professionals five day summit. Together, we're going to dig deep into our wealth of expertise, offering invaluable support for career professionals and entrepreneurs like you. Every year you see my friend Sherelle Slace host this event and collectively she brings in over 4,000 women at all levels wanting to implement new strategies and take their businesses to the next level. And I'm so excited to be one of the guest speakers this year. And I'm also attending this event myself and I would love to invite you to join me. So this five-day virtual summit runs May 13th through 17th And during that time, you can catch all the replays of the trainings. Trainings like From Unknown to Unstoppable, Publicity Tactics for Fearless Female Entrepreneurs, or Manage Your Money Like a Boss, or Navigating the Entrepreneurial Landscape for Female Professionals, or this one I'm very interested about, Top 4 Legal Mistakes to Avoid on Your Online Business. And my topic is unleash your strengths and thrive in entrepreneurship. So you're not going to want to miss this one. So reserve your spot now. Yep, go ahead. Put this episode on pause. Go over and register and then hop back in here to finish listening. All you have to do is head over to rebrand.ly backslash rises summit backslash Sherry Miter. So rebrand.ly backslash rises summit backslash Sherry Miter. I'm sorry, rise summit. There's only one S there. And I will put that link in the show notes for you as well. So do me one more favor. If you register, pop into our new motivated for more Facebook group and let me know if you'll be watching the summit next week. We can compare notes together. All right, my friend, hope to see you at the summit. And let's get back to today's episode. Hi, and welcome to the Uncharted Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm your host, Sherry Miter, and this is a bonus episode, number 37. And what does a bonus mean? It means it's just me sharing from the heart, not a lot of fancy editing, and we just get down and dirty to the information. So let's jump in. Today, I wanted to talk to you about book ending your year. You've heard me mention before about book ending your day and how you start your day and how you end your day matters most. What happens in between, sometimes we can't control, but we can always control how we start the day and normally control how we end the day. So those are the vital things. Just like we do that for our days, we can do that for our year as well. And I thought I would share with you uh, seven tips that I use and I highly recommend you start implementing when it comes to book ending your year. So it's how I kind of close the year out 
And I think we forget about that. You know, we get so busy with the holidays and family and Christmas and, you know, all the stuff that comes along with that, that we just, we kind of end the year exhausted, (laughs) truth be told. I mean, I love Christmas and I love all the stuff that comes along with it, but it, it can be tiring, right? And then we wait to jump into the new year with our new year's goals and resolutions and all of that stuff. So I think a lot of people start the new year off with good intentions, but I want to start encouraging you to end the year on purpose. And again, these are just seven things that I have implemented into my life that I want to give to you today. So number one is reflect. Take time this month to reflect on your year. You guys know I love a journal. So grab your journal. We should be finishing up this year's journal anyway. And just reflect what, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly. (laughs) And, you know, in 2020, uh, I think there's been a lot of bad and a lot of ugly. But there's also been some hidden gems. There's been some silver linings. There's been some really great things that have come out of 2020 if you've looked for them. Um, I know for myself, I created a whole new business. I've made some big life changes in 2020. So really reflect on those things. What's gone well? What didn't? What were you in control of that you could have changed? What are you glad you changed? Where did you grow personally? Where did you grow in your business? Just all of the stuff. Just really think about the year. And I think sometimes we're so easy to say, oh my God, it was like a horrible year. But when we stop and pause and really think about the things, um, there's always good stuff to look at. I also encourage you to kind of help you is go back through your phone and your, your photos. I love to do that. And it reminds us, our photos can remind us of, oh yeah, I remember when we went apple picking, that was so much fun. Or, oh yes, we did this. That was a lot of fun. So sometimes we just need those visual reminders. So just reflect on your past year. Number two, start looking ahead. What do you want to achieve in the next year? What do you want to achieve in your life? What do you want to achieve in your business? What do you want to achieve in your health, your finances, all of that stuff? I'm doing a whole big goal setting course right now where we really dive deep into all of those things. But just start reflecting on them. What do you want coming up in this new year? What do you want it to look like? If you could design it any way you wanted, what would that look like? What do you want to be reflecting on in 2021 in December of December of 2021, I should say. So start designing the year ahead. So we reflect, we look ahead. Number three, create a budget to invest in yourself. I just did two podcasts on investing in our business and our personal growth. But start thinking about what is that going to look like for you? What's your financial budget? What's your time budget? What do you need more of? Where are you going to invest in personal growth or your business growth? What does that look like? Have a plan of action. Is it going to be Maybe this year it's just going to be reading a few books. Maybe it's going to be investing in courses. Maybe it's going to be investing in coaching. Maybe it's going to be just getting quiet with yourself and trusting your own gut. But what is it that you need most of? 
and start creating a plan to do that. Number four, how are you going to just maybe get your head down and go to work? What is going to be your plan of action that you will just focus on, you know, the one, two, or three things to improve your life, improve your business that you will not get distracted by? Is it going to be Maybe you do a podcast. For me, it's going to be investing a lot more in my podcast. The last three months, I've been very distracted, and I haven't been as committed to my podcast as I was when I started. I need to get back to that. Um, You know, what is that going to look like for you? There's so much distractions out there, and there's so much great advice. It's all really good advice sometimes. So that's where it's hard because. If we could identify that, oh, well, that's really bad advice. I'm not going to follow that. That's easy not to do. But what gets challenging is when we have 10 really great ideas coming at us (laughs) and we want to do them all, and that's distracting. And I am speaking to myself here in this because that is something I'm very susceptible to shiny object syndrome. Anybody else out there suffer from that? (laughs) And I'm off to the next thing. And thank God I have people in my life like my husband who like reins it back down, like, okay, follow this one course instead. So what are the things that you need to just get, put your blinders on like the horses at the horse races and just focus on? What do you need to double down on? What do you need to do more of? What is that going to look like? And how will you not let it, let the distractions come in? Number five. Get prepared for the new year. I love a new date book. There is like a couple friends of mine. We are like date book addicts. There was a time, I swear to you, I think I bought four different date books in one year trying to find the perfect date book. Um, last year, I committed to one date book and it felt really good. But there is just joy to me in getting a fresh new date book. So do you have your date book ready to go yet? And yes, I mean the old-fashioned, write in it with a pen kind of date book. I don't know. There's just, for me, and I know a lot of my high-achieving friends are the same way, we need that written date book. I still use my phone. I use my calendar, my electronic calendar. But there's things that I just need to see and I need to write in a date book. So do you have a new date book ready to go? Also, I love a new journal. I buy a new journal at the beginning of the year. Even if there's pages left to write in, in the old journal, it's a new year. Get a fresh start. And if you're crazy like me, I even sometimes indulge in a new package of markers or pencils, or it's kind of like, you know, in school, we got the new fresh box of crayons. Anybody else love a box of crayons? Like there's so much joy to me in that big box. What is it? Like 78? When you open that up and all those pretty colors (laughs) and the uh, sharp points of a fresh box of crayons, it's kind of like that. Get your fresh journal, get your fresh date book, and indulge in a fresh box of markers or a really good pen. This year, I bought a cross pen. It's beautiful. It's like this pearlized white. I have so much joy writing with that pen. Like It's crazy, but so much joy in that. So get prepared for the new year. Indulge in a few things for yourself, getting ready. Also, are there books that you want to read for the new year? Get them ordered now. 
You may not get to them till the beginning of the year, but have them now, or maybe in between Christmas and New Year's, you can start reading on them. So just get set up for success. Number six, what do you need to get rid of? (laughs) What has been bugging you in your office, in your house, in your life that you need to get rid of? And I'm not talking about your husband. (laughs) Hopefully it's not him. (laughs) But, you know, walk around your house. Are there things that just bug you? Maybe it's your coffee mug. It has a chip in it and you don't even like it anymore. Like get rid of it. Surround yourself with things that give you joy. If it's not serving a purpose and you don't like it, get rid of it. Give it away. Sell it on uh, Facebook Marketplace. Get it out of your life. So what do you need to delete out of your life? Or do you need to get on your computer and clean it up? Um, do you need to clean up email? That's I'm speaking to me again. I'm horrible. I have so many emails right now. What are some things that you just need to dump? You know, again, spend this time. Again, Christmas between Christmas and New Year's is a good time to work on a lot of these things. It's a little bit quieter normally for a lot of us. So spend that time just cleaning out files, virtual and in real life looking around, getting rid of things or fixing things that just don't serve you well anymore, especially in your business. And then number seven is spend some quiet time really reflecting on your life and where you're going, not just the year ahead, but your entire life. I love to do a getaway if I can. doesn't always work out, but if I can sneak away for an overnight and it's just me or me and somebody else who's also aligned with the same vision and goals I have. I love that. I just was talking to a friend of mine and we're setting a new plan in motion for something we're both super excited to create in the new year. And we're like, we need to do a retreat. Does you and I, we're going to hole up in a hotel someplace. We're going to meet halfway. She lives in Ohio. I'm in New York. We're driving five hours to meet. We're going to hole up in a hotel for two days and just work on this one idea. And my husband doesn't get that. I wanted him to go with me on a little quiet retreat once. And he said, what? We're not going to go out to dinner. We're not going to do this. We're not going to do all these things that we normally do on a vacation. It's like, no, it's not a vacation. It's a quiet retreat. So if you can, sneak away someplace. <clears throat> Maybe swap homes with some somebody that's on vacation. Um, in the old days, we could go to a coffee shop and do this. I don't know if we can do that anymore to go sit at a coffee shop all day. Maybe you just need to lock yourself in your bedroom. Ask somebody to baby, if you have children around, ask somebody to take care of them. If you have other distractions, just turn them off. Get rid of them for the day if you can, or even a few hours. You can do this in a few hours if you have to. Whether it's a couple of hours, a couple of days, or a, you know, a full day, or a couple of days. But take some quiet time to really, really think about your future, your life, where you're going. Let the ideas come to you. When you quiet your mind, that's when you can get creative. That's when the best ideas come to you. What happens is we are so busy consuming that all we do is we hear everybody else's ideas. And again, they could be really great ideas, but they're not our ideas. They're not God-inspired ideas. So when we can quiet down and not listening to the podcast, not listen, you know, watch Instagram reels or any of that, not even reading, but just 
really spend some quiet reflection time, you will be amazed at what comes out of you. Probably some thoughts you've been hiding, some goals you've been burying. Your best vision for your life is going to be revealed when you can take quiet time to just let it come. So those are my seven ways to really bookend your year as we close out 2020 and get ready to launch into 2021. So you want to reflect, look ahead in your business and life for the year next year. Number three, invest in yourself. What is that going to look like for you? Number four, what one or two, three things that you just need to get your head down and go to work on for the next year? Number five, are you ready? Date book, journal, all the good stuff to get ready for the new year. Number six, what do you need to delete out of your life? And number seven, how, when, and where are you going to carve in some quiet time to get set up for the new year? So I hope these help. As always, you know, I'd love to hear from you. And what of these steps are you excited to implement? What do you already do? What would you add to the list? And let me know your results. I would love to hear from you. You can DM me on Instagram or Facebook. Find me there. And if you do need support in the goal setting piece, right now I am running a free three-day goal setting 101 workshop in our Uncharted Entrepreneurs uh, Facebook community. The link's in the show notes. You can pop in there. We are um, crushing the seven things that keep people from reaching their goals. So we're going through all seven in this free workshop so that you don't make the mistakes over and over and over again, or you can break through those things so that you can crush your goals in 2021. And if you miss that, then ask me about, we have a, also actually I'll put the link in the show notes as well um, for our new goal setting course that is going live this week. Actually, I'm not going to put the link in there yet. (laughs) You can email me to get the link because there's a few touches I have to do on that. All right. Thanks as always for listening and go out and make it a wonderful day. And remember, life is short. So enjoy the journey. (music) 